The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. And that's because the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe has some great features like the available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads, and much, much more. So think about those places that you want to go, the things that you'd like to do this weekend and where the Santa Fe can take you. Learn more about the all new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Freaking first cut. Golly! Welcome to the First Cut Podcast. I'm Rick Gaven, and this is your recap episode for round one of the WGC Workday. And joining me to break it all down, it's Kyle Porter. KP, what's going on? I just, I love a sport where a guy named Wade Ormsby can beat the best player in the world by nine strokes in the first round of an event for $10.5 million. It's, the, it's just the best. Completely normal. Completely normal sport yeah, we have so, here on our hands. So, so normal. I, I yeah, I, I don't know. Concession's great. So I'm, far, so good. I, yeah, it's, it's, uh, we'll talk about the board, but this is not the leaderboard that I expected. I, I, I didn't think this is how it would, it would go, but it's, I, I don't know. I, I think it's, I think it's been fun so far. Oh, it's been awesome. It's um, obviously we'll t- we'll talk about the top of the leaderboard. Probably going to talk about the bottom of the leaderboard as well. <laughs> We've got some of the best players in the world pulling up the rear here. Uh, but what we do have uh, real quick at the top here is a, a quick Tiger update, KP. And as as yeah. we're going to do over the course of the next couple of days, weeks, months, whatever this is, as we get more information, we'll talk about it. Uh, so the latest updates: LA Sheriff's County uh, says Tiger Woods was not impaired during his accident on Tuesday morning. And you actually uh, have a piece up on CBSSports.com right now where you got a little uh, a little insight from a real life doctor uh, about the severity of tiger's injuries yeah i talked to my wife yesterday and i was like you know whenever i signed up for this job i didn't think i'd be talking to orthopedic surgeons about f- fasciotomies i don't even know how to say it pronounce it um, sounds like talk about it but <laughs> yeah so i talked to um Michael Zuri, who is an, an ortho guy out of, out of Tampa. And we talked for a while and he, he was good. Cause you know, we, you and I read that release and it's like, I don't know, there's a bunch of words in here that I'm not smart enough to understand. And yep. he was sort of saying like, this is really serious and like limb threatening serious still at this point, even though it's like, okay, he's stable, he's alert. Like that doesn't mean this is, this is over. Mm-hmm. But by any stretch and you know the thing that was the the and people have probably talked about this or whatever but the 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 crazy like i understand a, a snap bone like I, I i can envision that the part that was crazy was this fasciotomy where they they like cut this sort of um sheath that surrounds your muscles to mm-hmm. to release it's like letting the air out of a balloon to release all the pressure that's built up inside the the bone area Wow. Because if not, it can it can start expanding and swelling, and you can you can lose your leg. And he was like, they have to cut it, but then you have to leave it open. I, I talked to him on Wednesday. He's like, I, I don't know this, but Tiger's probably has like a bag around his leg because it's just open. Wow! In the just hospital, like, he just has to what like air out for a while. <laughs> like I don't know another way to put it. I mean, that's like a that's like sounds re- like a really weird thing to say, but that's literally it. Just has to like 
deflate essentially. Oh, wow. And then you come back in, you, he was like probably skin grafts. Like you, so, I mean, it, it is, he, he, he used the word devast Like it's just a devastating injury, you know, to yeah. your body. And it was, it was pretty sobering to talk. Cause you hear, you see stuff on Twitter. Like, I don't know, man. Like, but when you talk to an, an ortho guy and it's like, Oh, that's really serious. Yeah. Or, you know, in modern medicine and modern surgery and modern technology, it's like, oh, yeah, he was in surgery for, I don't know, what, eight, ten hours yeah, or whatever yeah. it was. It's like, and now he's, you know, awake and alert. But, yeah, it's it's more to that. And we've heard people um, say, OK, we still got we still got to make sure that nothing gets infected and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. So um, obviously, as we've been saying, the first of, of many steps in this process. But uh, we, we did get golf today. KP, we actually got two different events, but we're going to focus here on the WGC, the concession. Uh, it has a leaderboard that I don't think we envisioned through the first round. So first of all, it's, it's Webb Simpson and Matthew Fitzpatrick at the top Simpson, who we have routinely described as uh, one of the most underrated players on the face of the earth only played once on the West coast kind of before starting his, his Florida kick here. So uh, flying in a bit under the radar and we didn't know what to expect from the concession, but it's a, it's a, a very solid 66, that has him T1 after the first round. Yeah, and, and it was it was by the way, we still have John Rahm on the course. He might tie That's this right. thing up with a with a birdie at the last. But you know, I was on HQ, I think on Wednesday night. So so the day before this this tournament went down and talking about how like fade web, fade web, fade web. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, because like he didn't play great at Phoenix, and that's sort of where he thrives. And this to me, it just it wasn't a park that you're like, oh yeah, Webb. Like Webb's gonna be awesome this week, uh, and and it, you know he could still fall off. But I was yeah. thinking about this, and I want I want to get your take on this. Um, so Fitzpatrick and Webb, neither are good off the tee. They were both unreal, basically post tee shot today, and that's sort of that's kind of their that's, deal, right? Like right. I was thinking, is Fitzpatrick just sort of a lesser Webb? <sighs> Interesting. I've never thought of that, but. Um... So I, I guess the idea is like, hey, be neutral off the tee and then try yeah. to be as great as you can be from fairway through green. And we've talked about this a lot where Webb is like the guy from fairway through green. And if mm -hmm. and if Fitzpatrick is like, I don't know, 80% of that, he's probably going to have a lot of success. I, that's a pretty good comp. I could, I could see that. And, and I think that... <sighs> I think it breaks down a little bit because I think Webb is is a better iron player. Um, and Fitzpatrick might be a little bit better putter. I don't know. I, I haven't I haven't really like compared their numbers head to head, but I don't know. I thought it was interesting. You know, they they've both won USGA events. Obviously, Webb wins the US Open, Fitzpatrick wins the US Amateur at Brookline. And, you know, they both can it's just it, you, 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 I think people don't realize how good you have to be post tee shot to, to yeah. keep up with like the DJ Rory, that whole crew. And they were, I mean, they made a combined one bogey on a course that, I mean, I don't have the numbers from it. It felt like doubles and triples were everywhere and they only made one bogey combined. So I just, I, I was super impressed by both of them. Yeah, and uh, as we as we talk, John Rom just punched out of the tree. So unless he holds this uh, from okay. I don't know what he is like 150, 180 yards out for for birdie, uh, he's not going to get to that number. But looks like he's out of trouble. Uh, you know the the, the Fitzpatrick stuff, uh, a little Fitz magic actually is what it is in in, in round ones. So uh, Justin Ray has this his last two opening rounds. But Riviera, he shoots a sixty six and hits eight greens at the concession. He shoots a sixty six and hits 15 greens. Again, this is a very weird sport, and there are a lot of ways to get it done. Yeah, there are. And, 
you know, I think, do you think concession? So, so both of these courses, and I was thinking about this as it relates to Riviera, they're both difficult, right? And I think they're, I think they're difficult in different ways. Um, but I'm not totally sure what I'm, what I mean by that. I, I, the way I view concession is that it's, it seems wider open, like in terms of your tee shot can, there's, there's kind of more room to play with off the tee, uh, than Riviera and Riviera. It seems like you just, and can't lie and Spieth said this, you have to, you have to have your leaves have to be in the right spot. And with concession, it's like, I think it's more penal if you miss the green. So uh, yeah, I th- I think so too. So it's kind of weird. And I think I think Greg described Riviera last week as like death by a thousand cuts, which is like there's not a lot of doubles or triples lurking, uh, but you can make bog- bogey for four consecutive holes. Uh, mm-hmm. The concession is kind of different. Where I mean, Harris English took a. Uh, like a quad from around the green. Like it was devastating. Yeah. There's not a, there's not a, a, a penalty shot in there. I mean, we saw Justin Thomas. Then if you are loose with your driver, you can find water off the tee. So there, there's just, it feels like there's just a lot more big numbers and, and we're probably going to get a, a very similar scoring average where uh, the concession today is going to play just about even par. I think that's what R- uh, Riviera did on Sunday. I think they were pretty close to even par last week. So um yeah, like it, it's just it's different Saturday. Yeah, Saturday was seventy three at Riviera or seventy two or whatever. Uh, yeah, and maybe it's as simple as the water because you don't get that at Riviera, obviously, uh, but you do at Concession. Man, if it blow, if it's windy at Concession, yep. holy gonna cow, gonna it's gonna be killed. it's gonna be insane. It does it does look like a Florida course though, right? Like you, oh yeah, you like if you just if you showed an aerial or, or whatever, it'd be like, oh. oh yeah, they're in they're in Florida. That reminds me. So you're absolutely right. If you dropped me in the middle of this course, uh, I would have known exactly where I was. By the way, there is this game, which uh, I will have to send you a link for. It's called GeoGuessr. It drops you somewhere in the world and you have to like pinpoint where you are, <laughs> which is like amazing. And there is a there is a golf course version of it where it will oh, drop you sweet. on a golf, like a famous golf course. And you have to identify it and then go pinpoint it on a map. It is like the most fun I've ever had in my entire life. That, so that's fantastic. It's, it's, it's a time killer for sure. Uh, Brooks. Kepka might be back. Brooks Kepka uh, goes out and shoots a five under round and KP um, started on the back nine today, which was the first time he's ever seen it. I guess didn't didn't feel the need to to get those nine in during his uh, practice rounds over the course of the last couple of days. Unbelievable. Well, you, you know, Brooks is back when he's talking about how little he cares about uh, about, uh, you know, playing and practicing and all that. So. Yep. I mean, he, he was great. You know, he, he putted it really well. He had a 35 footer that I watched on, was it seven, eight, somewhere around the end of his round. Uh, and he, and he, yeah, he putted it great. So I, I don't, um, look, I, th- I think he's going to play well this week. It, it felt, I, I really wanted to pick him for a one and done, but I got scared. Cause I was like, Oh, it's not a major, you know, but he, he, <laughs> He does seem to be. I, I wonder how much of it for him is just like the the confidence and the swagger stuff, you know, of just like I think a lot. I'm I'm the best, you know, what player in the world, yeah. and I, as long as he's healthy and he's thinking that way, I just it seems like he's gonna be. I, I don't I don't know. He's like, yeah. Like the swag's back. If there was a major tomorrow, like that started. If 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 the first major started next week. And I was doing my like rankings list of of who's gonna you know most likely to win. He'd be two or three. I, I mean, he just would based right. on Phoenix, based on kind of the first round. I mean, he just it feels like he's. 
I don't know if he, I mean, I just, I think the, like mentally he's sort of back to where we're used to him being, I guess. Yeah, he looks good. He looks really good. Um, flipping this leaderboard over, there are some big names <laughs> who did not play well around the concession. Bryson DeChambeau shot a 77. That's five over par. Uh, Justin Thomas actually fought back. He started out, I think he was four over very early. He finished at one over par. Uh, there's another one I'm missing down here. Oh, Dustin Johnson, DJ. he's the number one player in the world. Also a five-over round of 77. And then KP, Matthew Wolf uh, is broken. And he was – he shot an 81. That's – or uh, 83. That's 11 over. What, it, what, did something – I mean, I watched Wolf for – I mean, he they showed him a lot. I kind of felt bad for him. But uh, he lost seven strokes. He he. How about this? He gained strokes with his approach play. And yep. He lost 11 strokes overall. This, how does that? How is that this, possible? This goes back to. I mean, his driver's been bad for like five or six starts in a row. I know. But this go, I this know. goes back to Tory, where when he withdrew and he cited a hand injury after round one. That's when yeah. the driver got really bad. And you know, the around the green game's always been troublesome. The putter gets hot at times, but yeah, it's this is this is weird now. And he's he's got the slumped shoulders, and um. I don't know. I mean, is he gonna is he gonna is he gonna WD this or is he just gonna fight back for the next three days? I I don't know because he hit. Did you see him hit that putt? Uh, yeah, he's, when he was on his practice on his practice. Yeah, he was taking he he was taking practice strokes and he did the Zach Johnson where he accidentally yeah. hit it, and yeah. I think he gets to he gets to put it back, but he just looks like way out of it. Like, and I don't maybe that's an injury thing. I don't know, but that like that is just a weird thing. That that like. When that happens, you're like, wait a second, what's going on here? And, ma- and maybe it's just that he loses focus because you're, you know, nine over or whatever. But I, I, I would think if it was the hand that he'd be hitting the ball worse with his irons. I would agree with you. I, 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 I can't explain it. I can look at the numbers and say this is what we 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 kind of seen this for like a couple of weeks, but. Uh, I agree. I have no explanation for this. The other one, the other one was uh, JT. JT was minus four off the tee and plus four with, with his approach shots. <laughs> that's crazy. Not, that's not well. He good. he had he lost it. I mean, he had, he his drives. He had like three or four drives that found the water. I don't know how many it was, but like his first nine holes was he was wet constantly. Whenever, uh, yeah, it was it was bad. But whenever the other guy, whenever DJ, when it starts going badly, you can tell he'll just miss putts by like. <laughs> Four feet. It's so bad. Yeah, that's when you know things are going wild. Uh, All right, well, looking ahead to the rest of the week, obviously 18 in the books and anything can happen. I mean, these leaders can can go out and shoot a 77 on Friday. We might see a bit of movement. It's a pretty uh, packed leaderboard, at least the the top half of it. I think a lot of guys are still in contention. And our friends over at William Hill have John Rahm installed as the current uh, betting favorite. He's plus 550, but he's lining up a bogey putt right now. So I don't know if that's going to change. Brooks Kepka, six and a half to one. Webb Simpson is uh, seven to one. And then you get into the double figures with Fitzpatrick at 10 and, and Rory's there at 11. Rory played well on, on Thursday. Yeah. I like Rory here. I like Finau here. Those are pretty yeah. good numbers after good days. Rory hit it. Rory and Finau. I, last time I looked, I'll look again. They were both top five T to green. So that's sort of what I'm looking at. So Rory was fourth from T to green and Finau was sixth. Yeah. And Rory's the only guy Rory, Rory and Sergio are basically the only guys that were really bad with with the putter that are in kind of your top 15 or so. So Rory's interesting because, I mean, we've talked about it. Like, 
the the thing for him over the last three or four months that's been up and down is uh, his iron play. And it was pretty, it wasn't great, but it was good enough that you're like, he could, he could win this tournament. So I, I think he's the, I think him and Finau out of this, what we've got up on the board right here are, are your most interesting ones. Uh, I completely agree. Rory has the best tee to green number who lost over a stroke putting, which is good. Sergio lost a half a stroke. I'm scrolling down. Will Zalatoris, 66 to one. Uh, have you seen his numbers? Because he lost three strokes putting on Thursday. He was like 12th in the field in tee to green, and he's usually a positive putter. Uh, he's ranked 71st on tour this year. He's a positive putter. I don't, I don't think there's any way he loses three shots on the greens again. Yeah, Vibin Vibin was up there too. He lost he lost three as well. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. I you know, this is this is not a tournament that I mean, look, like it's it's by the way, <laughs> earlier they showed a graphic that had uh Patrick Reed as the 2013 winner of the, the WGC uh workday championship at the concession. I was like, it literally says no at the concession and shows him hitting the winning putt at, at Doral, which was like, th- which was like, like three venues ago. Oh, not even, is, not even at Chapultepec at Doral. Yeah, at Doral, oh, and then he, well, and then that. and then he won it at Chapultepec last year. But it, it was showing, it was yeah. showing Doral, oh, okay. which was, which was hilarious. But I, I hope it gets windy because that's when, you know, and look like Fitzpatrick. When I'm looking at this board, you think about wind. Remember what he did at Bay Hill last year in the wind? Yeah. Uh, played great there on, I think it was Saturday or Sunday. He was just unreal. And then Memorial, which is a course that we keep kind of referencing when we talk about the concession. So I I, I don't really think he's going anywhere. And I think that the top of this board is is super intriguing. I hope it, I hope it blows all weekend. I think that would be, I think that would be awesome. Me too. I think we're in store for a really good one, and uh, we might just see ca- guys who don't withdraw might just be carnage all week long anyway, which is always which is always fun. Uh, for now, that'll do it. That's Kyle Porter, who you can follow on Twitter at Kyle Porter CBS. You can follow me on Twitter at Rick Run Good. This has been the first cut, and we'll catch you next time. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.